Hello again. It's Kate here. I have a little favor to ask. It's not going to cost you a single penny, but it would mean the world to me. If you've been enjoying the Here to Thrive podcast, I would so appreciate if you could pop into iTunes and work out how to leave me a little review. I know it's not as simple as it sometimes sounds, and you don't have to be a wordsmith, but this is how iTunes works out if this podcast, among so many out there, is worth listening to. Many of you have already left me reviews or sent me personal messages saying how much you're appreciating what I'm doing here, and they mean so, so very much to me. So if you have a couple of moments today, I would really love if you could whip over there and pop in some stars. But without further ado, let's head into today's show. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. This is episode 31 of the Here to Thrive podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about a little matter of mindset. More specifically, I want to give you a really simple little hack that I hope will make you feel more empowered in life. This one's a little psyche. But I mix that with the spirituality, as you'll see as we talk through. My hope is that from this discussion, I'll be able to clearly explain the difference between viewing life as happening to you or viewing yourself as happening to life. I'm also going to talk through why that even matters. I'll share with you how I feel that Earth is a soul school. And why on earth that's even relevant when we're talking about mindset. And then finally, I want to give you some ideas about how you can change your mindset if you think that might be useful to do so. So I'm going to launch right in with that topic of whether life is happening to you or you are happening to life. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. The difference between you happening to life or life happening to you. In psychology, that simple idea is called your locus of control. Now, I've spoken about this in my previous episodes about stress. If you look back at episode seven, I'm pretty sure that's where I speak about locus of control. If you don't know a lot about my background, I was a consulting psychologist before I became a life and executive coach. I wasn't in the clinical space. I was in the personality and corporate space. So I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to psychological theories and ideas, but I'm all about making them relevant, practical, and understandable in our real lives. And this is one of them that I think really makes a difference. It was originally conceptualized by a psychologist called Julian Rotter back in 1954. So it's been around for a little while. I'm not making this stuff up myself. 
He characterized people as either having an external or internal locus of control. So an external locus of control means that people ultimately believe that things outside of them control their lives or control their destiny. They don't believe they have the power to change their course. Obviously, the opposite to that is an internal locus of control. And those are those people that believe they have the power to make a difference, that what they do matters and will change the outcomes in their lives. I'm sure you're getting the link here now, but an external locus of control refers to people who believe that life is happening to them. Whereas an internal locus of control is reflective of people who believe that they are happening to life. Now this can take a little second to get your head around because if you've never even thought about life like this, it can take a second to think, where do I sit on this spectrum? I haven't always felt like I was happening to life. I haven't always had an internal locus of control. I can certainly remember back in the day where I felt pretty powerless to change the circumstances of my life. I wish now someone had given me a good little shake and said, wake up, sweetheart, you're not stuck here. I was in some sort of unhealthy relationships in my early 20s, and rather than seeing that I was choosing that. I really felt like I was being blown around by life. I was kind of getting thrown around by the wind like a bunch of leaves, if you like. What I didn't realize was that if I had changed my mind and seen my own internal power, that I could have easily changed my circumstances. My situation was absolutely a reflection of my internal mindset. So just to really make this point clear, the internal locus of control people believe that their life is reflective of their actions, whereas external locus of control people are more likely to blame those external circumstances and are really more prone to falling into that victim mentality and see life as happening to them. I just want to jump in here and say there's no judgment. I hope by sharing my own story, you recognize that if you're now going, oh my my, I think I'm kind of picking up a little bit on that victim mentality and I didn't even realize it, you're not alone. In fact, this can change over time. Just because you feel like you might be more on the external side right now, it doesn't mean that you can't move towards an internal locus of control. And that's what I want to talk to you about here today, about how if you are feeling a little bit like the helpless, hopeless, how do I get myself out of this situation, nothing I do will make a difference type of attitude, that changing your mindset is worth your energy and something that is going to really have an impact on your future. Now, I want to make one point really clear before I keep moving forward. I'm not saying that if you've been the victim of some horrible situation, that that was in any part your fault. What this idea puts forward is that the way that you look at your future, basically whether or not you believe you have the power to actually make a beautiful future, 
will make all the difference in what that future is going to look like. So this isn't about trying to ascribe blame or even really understanding some of the crap that we go through in our lives. You know, I wish I had a better answer to why some of us get dealt such crappy cards. And I would say, I do believe when we've had some super tough stuff to grapple with, it can affect the way we do look at life and make us way more prone to believing that life is happening to us. If you feel like that may have happened in periods of your own life, I hope this discussion just helps you remember that you don't have to unconsciously buy into the notion that you don't have any power. Please don't give your power away. You do have the power, even if yesterday and all the days before that were fairly crappy, you do have power within you to start mapping out and creating a different future. It's all very well for me to rattle on like that, but how do you do that? One of the keys is that you have to be conscious about how you're approaching the world. Understanding concepts like this help raise your awareness so that you can look at yourself more objectively and say, how am I approaching the world? Am I falling into being a victim of circumstance or do I believe that I can change this? And even if you can't change the circumstance, that you can change the way you view the situation. Simply knowing this stuff can help you make the decision that you are in charge of your life. It's that simple concept. That is the hack. It's about recognizing, hey, I am in charge of my life. I do have the power to create things. I have a choice here and I can look at this differently. So it may seem simple, but it's one of those ideas that perhaps the first time might scratch the surface, but if you keep reminding yourself, it kind of just seems to sink in. And when you're ready to hear this, it can be like a giant light bulb going on. When you're ready to flick that switch, understanding a concept like this really can act like, boom, lights on, I'm out of the dark. So I hope that some of you are in that space where you're like, ah, I just don't need to buy into the idea anymore that I don't have any power here. I have so much more control than I've been giving myself credit for. You could conceptualize this as a philosophical or even a spiritual change. And I want to talk to that point just a little bit. I believe in free will. If you've been listening to this podcast for a little while, I'm sure you've picked up the vibe that I'm a fairly spiritual person. And along with that, perhaps I could put my hands up in the air and say, well, everything is destined. God, thanks very much. But I know that nothing I do down here is going to make a lick of difference to the life experience I have. That would be an external locus of control. That like you're just here for the journey and everything is predestined. It's really hard to explain how I then believe in free will when you look at 
an idea like that because I do believe that we are destined in so many ways. But I don't believe we have one destiny. I believe that there are many potential ways our lives can go depending on the decisions we make while we're here. That's how I believe free will kicks in. In short, I kind of see Earth like a soul school. I feel like we're here to learn about our power. We're here to learn about our power as a creator, a creator of our own lives and the experience that we have. I feel like the decisions I make and the way I approach life is ultimately reflected back to me. I guess you could call that kind of like reciprocity, some might call it karma, but I believe the way I show up in the world and the intentions that I hold impact the experience I have in the world. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I know that when I show up with pure intentions, like I do in this podcast, I'm not trying to weasel anything out of you. I'm showing up to truly share enlightening information that I hope will brighten up the day of someone listening. Perhaps that's you. I hope these ideas will reach the hearts of the people that need to hear them. That is my why. And so I believe when you show up with pure intention, the world responds in kind. You could even call that like an energy thing. The energy put you put out comes back to you if you're a little bit more metaphysical. But it comes back to my personal belief is that the creator or a higher power, the universe, whatever you want to call it, put us here so that we can learn about the impact we can have on our own lives and the lives of others and how we ultimately have the ability to shape our thoughts and shape our worldly experience. Again, it comes back to that point of don't give your power away. It reminds me of that parable. I don't actually know if it's an official parable or just a story about a devout Christian, but you've probably heard it. It's the idea that God will save me. I don't have to do anything. God will save me. Quick summary. For those of you who may not be familiar or need a mind jog, it's the idea of the guy who was caught in flooding. So the people in the town are forewarned that there is going to be a massive flood and they're encouraged to get out of their city and leave their homes. But a faithful religious man heard the warning and decided he was going to stay at his home because he trusted that God would save him. Then his neighbors came by his house and said, we're leaving, jump in our car, the rain is starting to come down. And he refused the offer and said, thanks very much, but God's going to save me. Finally, the guy's on his front porch, the water's rising up, and someone in a boat comes past and says, buddy, jump in. This is getting really dangerous now, and this is going to be your only option out. Get in the boat with me. And he again refuses the offer, says, I trust that my God will save me. Then house floods. He's on the roof. Helicopter comes in. Final offer. Come on, buddy. Get off the roof. We've come to rescue you. If you're familiar with the story, you know he refuses and says, I'm good, but I trust that God will save me. Of course, he died in the flooding. When he gets to heaven, he's 
frustrated as all get out as God. And he says, God, I was waiting for you. Why didn't you save me? Of course, that's when God says, I sent you an evacuation warning. I sent you a car driven by your neighbors. I sent you a boat. I even sent you a helicopter. What more were you looking for? It's the idea that we have to meet whatever higher power we believe in halfway. As humans, we are the ones that are responsible for action in this world. God acts through us, which is why I believe it's not as simple as fate or destiny or trusting in a higher power, that you have to get up and act and believe in your own power if you want a beautiful life. Way too often we give our power away. I don't want to see any more, any more of us doing that and, and under-recognizing what we have inside of us. So coming back to how you can change your mind, it's about questioning those beliefs and then literally making the decision to change your mind, to recognize your own power. I know that's easier said than done. And like I said, some of you will be ready to do that. Some of you probably won't be. But how can you support yourself on this journey? How can you stop yourself from forgetting that you've just made that decision? And it's about keeping it front of mind. Hey, maybe you set a note in your diary that you want to re-listen to this podcast in six weeks' time so that you really hit home the message until it kind of becomes ingrained in your psyche. Another thing I'd encourage you to do is write some sort of personal affirmations or mantras and keep them close so that you are reminded of your own power. Some you could use would include, I am happening to life. Life isn't happening to me. You might just shorten that to, I am happening to life. You could also say, I am in control of my destiny. The world corresponds to my intentions. And everything is happening for me, not to me. That's one of my favorites. I think that's the one for me that really mixes that belief in a soul school and my own power. Because the reality is when we're going through some tough stuff, sometimes we can't see the reason yet. And that's where faith has to come in. So what I was talking to you about here today was an external locus of control versus an internal locus of control, or really the idea of whether life is happening to you or you are happening to life. I think it's like the biggest thing when it comes to your mindset and how you interact with the world. It makes all the difference. My hope is that it just made you a little bit more conscious of that idea and made you just think, how am I approaching the world? Could I do this differently? Is there some room for improvement here? I want you to remember that you don't have to give your power away, that life is a soul school, but if you believe in a higher power, that we are creative agents here and everything isn't, in my opinion, left up to destiny or fate. But we have our part to play in the experience we have done here on earth. We're growing, we're learning, and that's how we do it. 
I'd encourage you to work on making that decision to change your mind. If you do feel like there's a part of you that is perhaps subscribing to more of that external locus of control and thinking that you are more of a victim of circumstance and feeling powerless and hopeless. Mantras are a great way to remind yourself of that power you have within you. The mantras I listed here, I'm going to put over on my website. Just go to www.thrive.how forward slash podcast 31. So that would be word podcast and numbers 31. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you'll also find my contact details over there on my website. I hope you enjoyed that episode, a little tidbit of some psyche information mixed with my spiritual take on it. If you did, like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could jump into iTunes and leave me a review. It's a little bit sneaky on the podcast app. If you're not familiar with it, you might have to research Here to Thrive and then click on my podcast all over again before seeing a review tab pop up in the middle. If you're close to a desktop, though, that has iTunes on it, it's always the quickest and easiest way. If you could take those two minutes for me, it would mean so very much. I'll be back again next week with another episode. In the meantime, keep thriving. Keep thriving.